What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. funny we, we always try to have a set time to do these podcasts and it always ends up being like an hour or like 45 minutes after it seems like it's every podcast that does it like that but yeah, time management's not our strong suit definitely not a strong suit but uh one thing we are glad for is that richard is alive apparently Should and he's started? back Richard's like i gotta get my headphones back on uh yes we have started richard See, it's surprise start. That's what, the only way we can get started, apparently. Good morning, children. Um, We've been expecting you. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> wow. Glad it's, we fit that in there. Yeah. There's a lot going on right now, guys. Um, I was trying to debate what we were going to talk about, and there's well, just so much on. that we ha- how, how we're going we to do were, this. We were waiting to start because there, were news, there was news that broke. Yeah. There's, we, before we, were, we got in. Well, we decided, okay, we weren't going to be starting on time, and then... Stuff goes down at least practice, and we're just like, okay, let's let's wait for Babcock to talk because <laughs> he usually gives us what we need to know. Uh, and one of those things is Andreas Janssen. Sometimes when you see a guy get called up on an emergency basis, it's like, okay, just in case we got a road trip coming up in Buffalo on a back-to-back, maybe you just need a guy to be ready to go if something happens. But no, not only is he getting called up, he's he's getting in the lineup against Dallas on Wednesday, uh, presumably on the fourth line with Kapanen and Plekanec. Yes, and uh, the second power play unit with and the Leafs, and the second power play unit, which is which is big as well because the power play has been it had a good game against the Penguins, but it's been yeah. suspect lately. 
Um, so I think for just a start, I think getting Janssen in is many people were saying it could happen this se- you know, as early as this season. I'm like, Oh, unless something happens. Yeah. Like, yeah. Stuff I, would have to happen, but well, because like you don't want to fuck with the playoff team, but now it's like, it's been playing well. And then on top of that, um, like there's been like injuries. There's been like just guys like, I feel like my guess is, other than Levo, like the Leafs want to see what they have with like a bunch of these guys. Yeah, um, that's why like when people got hurt or when you know they weren't playing that well defensively, they went the Marley's route instead of saying, you know, like let's go make like a Roman Polak type trade, which they made a few years ago, like Carl Patterson like, and know. a pick. Yeah, right. So I mean, and and it's nice to see. Not only that they have depth in the NHL, but now they have depth even on the Marlies. Like, they're yeah. growing these kids, right? Like, yes, as much as Janssen is their leading goal scorer and is as good as he is, the Marlies are still... They they just cl- they clinched the playoff spot. They yeah. were the first team to do it. Garrett Sparks just broke the uh, all-time wins record for Marlies oh goalie God. yesterday. <laughs> the Jays fan in me, as soon as you said Garrett... Garrett Sparks broke. I was like, "Fuck! What happened?" In half, <laughs> in half. <laughs> and you he's know, if, and knowing Garrett Sparks, like that's something that can happen because he's had a pretty un—I mean, undeserving bad his. Uh, you know who history? he uh, he passed for most wins in Marley's history? Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me. <sighs> Do I want to hear it? Hold on. Should, hold I on. didn't think it'd be this difficult. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm trying to think of uh... with the least organization forever. Okay, is it Reimer? No, not hmm. Reimer. Not Scrivens. I was say Pogi. Not Scrivens. Justin Pogi. Wow. Was it Justin Pogi? Seventy wow. something wins. I forget wow. what the seventy four wins. Austin dropping was. down the knowledge right now. The well, Pogi. I watched the Marlies game yesterday, so shout out to Todd Crocker because I wouldn't have known. If I'm Garrett Sparks, I don't want anyone to find out that stat. I don't want anyone to hear my name. With <laughs> well, Justin Pogi. passing that's, Justin that's Pogi in any stat line. Aside from people saying, "Oh wow, he actually turned out better than Pogi did," it's <laughs> the only time I ever want to hear my name. Well, at the same time, Garrett Sparks Pogi. is also just like, "What else do I have left to prove?" As well. Yeah. But this is not going to be a conversation. Antoine Bebo didn't get there. No, exactly. Um, so I want to look up where Justin Pogge is right now. Just he, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, I'll let you do that. I think uh, he's in, I think it's Italy. If I'm not, I, I he's might playing guess. for no. He's playing for uh, Timothy Lilligren's old team, Rogel. Okay, in but the SHL. where was he before that? I'm, I'm pretty sure he was in HC Slovan Bratislava in the KHL. What else though? There was has to be another. Oh stop boy, in he was in the Italy, but not. He was in Italy. I knew he, he was with uh, Ritten slash Renown, and I know I butchered those names. Okay, that was in twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. That was a I, while back. I, I, I always he's been bouncing like, around Europe. I was like, wait, Italy has a professional hockey team. Before that, he played for Fargestad <laughs> yes. in uh, the SHL. But so, Slovan Bratislava. He's doing the European tour. And parts of Russia. Yeah, why not? Um, good for Gareth Sparks. I will say good that. Good for Justin Pogge. I didn't know he was still playing. He's only uh, 31. Yeah, well, he was <laughs> supposed to be the next big one over Tuka Rask, So <laughs> <laughs> Way better than that Tuka Rask bump. Jesus. Wait, who's Tuka Rask again? One-hit wonder. I don't Prospects know. never a, pan out, guys. Played like half a game you know in the NHL, I think. Exactly. Um, so he threw a stick one time. He did. Yeah, he's fucking crazy. Yeah, man, he can lose. He'll lose his. He'll lose. Anyhow, his I'm I'm holding up the proceedings here. <laughs> I hope the Leafs. I hope the Leafs make him do that in the playoffs. Like just like, just like sticking his crazy. There's, there's, no, Leafs only, there's no shootout. Given though. how the Leafs just have keep been, JVR are there all game? Like even when given it's all the goaltender interference uh, stuff going on, most likely he would be the one to snap. Could you imagine just him? Just I mean, it won't be Lungfist this year because I would expect Lungfist no. does it on a daily basis now with the way the Rangers are going. 
So it I'm going to miss his like butler gloves that he wears underneath his, <laughs> his glove and blocker. Yeah. In the playoffs. I love that. Um, okay. Let's get back to the lineup conversation. Okay. <laughs> Levo Martin. It was funny because the conversation was that would it be Martin Moore or Levo? You had three guys that you could put on that fourth line. And you're like, this is a fourth line. Who cares? And Mike Backhawk's just like, nah, give me someone better. See, that's so encouraging, <laughs> is it not? Like, it is encouraging, definitely. Like, you know, it, it, but it's, oh, it's a like, message, like especially them using Kasperi Kapanen on the penalty kill. Yeah, because it's like a, now, like now they're like, hey, like why go with like the like the slowest hell like the guy who's not defense? gonna be able, the guy who's gonna get stuck in his own zone the yeah. entire penalty kill. Let's just use skill and like just and 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 the Leafs have an abundance of like that type of we don't need to put them in the top nine yet, but we'll see what they are. The right? one the one thing I'll say about Capino that he needs to start doing less of is Stop passing, passing it, it on Stop the fucking two on one all the time. I don't care if you guys are both like. Like finish friends, <laughs> I, I, like I, like I have like flashbacks, like just seeing him. I'll, I'll, like, well, Komarov's maybe, friends maybe, with every European Com- player because Com- he's from every European country. Yeah, like, maybe, maybe because Komarov made a bet with no, Sammy sh- Kapanen and Kasperi <laughs> has to like pay up or something. Every two on one, you give me the fucking <laughs> puck. Or maybe, or maybe Sammy's just like Leo, protect like, my son. Th- like this guy <laughs> could be in like a prime shooting spot. Like he could have the defenseman like dead to rights and still be like, hey. Did you want and this, Leo? It's, and it's so funny. Those times where Leo misses those wide-open chances or the two-on-ones, and the two goals he scores against Buffalo were the most two most ridiculous goals I've ever seen him score. Like, the the shot that he had where it was like, I didn't even know how that one went in. Like, it looked like he had no room. Nope. And then a freaking give-and-go with Matt Martin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty. Both the ugliest, scrappiest give-and-go. It was just like them just like screaming grit at the puck. And then it just <laughs> goes into that. So, what a time to be. Like, I wanted him to get that hat trick. Like, like, That's what happens when you can't I wasn't too mad deep. when they lost, but I was like, I fucking hope that Komarov does this. Because that sets Buffalo hockey back another five years. <laughs> it does. It really does. Oh um, When's the next time they play the Sabres? Thursday, Soon. yeah, Soon. Oh, okay. Thursday in Buffalo. So they, it's what Wednesday tomorrow. Sorry. Wednesday against Stars, and then Buffalo back to back. Buffalo okay. and then Montreal on Saturday. Oh, in Toronto. I in guess, Toronto, right? and then they play Tampa on Tuesday is in Curry, Tampa. Is Carey Price even still starting for the Habs? Uh, no, he is uh out with a concussion the other day. It was Lindgren. Concussion. I mean, I I hope that's more of just a tanking thing than it is, you know. Oh, actually, he got sm- that was a shot off the head. Because I mean, like as a Leafs fan, it's it's funny because his his contract doesn't start until next year. But then at the same time, it's Carey Price. Like you don't want to see him have like a no. You never wish the Team Canada of a person. You just like, oh, that's also our poten- a potential starting goaltender. But yeah, um, no. But I mean, like that's fucking like wow. That's why was that's it? a long time away, huh? Why wasn't Justin Pogge the starter for Canada at the Olympics? Uh, ben Scriven. We missed a huge chance, Canada. As as history has shown, Justin Pogge isn't that great with a maple leaf on his chest. Hey, ho, ho, ho. The whole reason why Tuukka was traded was because of that World Juniors game in Vancouver where they won. It was like 5-4 to four or something. And not too long he after, up, he got four Rasmus. goals in a game, and they still. I'm pretty sure, I, I can't remember the goal. final score, but it was it was not a low scoring affair. Um, I I think the big thing here too is Austin Matthews. Okay, we know Austin Matthews; they're not rushing him back. Like let's be, like there's no reason. 
I think Tampa is a realistic game to bring him back if you did want to bring him back. Because the big issue, I, I didn't even think about this when I wrote yesterday about Matthews being out. I thought Saturday was going to be the day he comes back. But then I thought about it. The team is not going to have a full practice until maybe the Monday. Because they play back-to-back. They're not going to practice after a back-to-back. They may do a, like a, a, a skate. Yep. On the Saturday, because they're going to get the Friday off. There's no practice for him. He needs to practice before he comes back. Well, Dave McCarthy. Practice? Yeah. Dave McCarthy yeah, just practice. tweeted something out about, about the Matthews. Who's this? Dave McCarthy. What did he have to say? Um, Leaf that. beat reporter for NHL.com, Dave McCarthy. And Sporting News. Canada. And Sporting News, excuse me. Um, just a quote from Babcock, uh, where Babcock says he's going to, going in the right direction, feeling good, and when we basically saying he'll be over ready when he when we bring him back. Yeah, Babcock's used that phrase a lot when talking about Matthews. So they're not just bringing him back; they're going to be damn sure that he's yeah. ready. They basically they basically want they want him to be re- contributing right away. They don't want they don't want him to feel rusty. But I mean, you're going to feel rusty getting into game action versus practice. But at least his legs. I mean, this the good thing about this injury, although no injury is really good, <laughs> is it's not taking his ability to skate. I was talking. I was listening to Leafs Lunch coming in, yeah. and they were saying, like they saw him skating at practice, and he's never looked better on his skates. No, oh, it looks fine. That's has, if, has if to it's take Matthews, shape of his life. Yeah, if it's Matthews, as long as it's not training? his hands, his wrists, but his shoulders, but, but you get your power from yeah. your yeah. from no, your absolutely. core and your shoulders when you shoot. That's his biggest weapon is his shot. Yeah. So and like being strong on the no, puck. No, his biggest weapon is the will to win. <laughs> TWTW, right, guys? That's my favorite stat. I don't know about you guys, but okay. I mean, that shoulder does matter because he's been uh, carrying the team. The I was a about bit. to. Yeah, I saw where you're going with that. Yeah. Uh, this I mean, was... you can see it from a mile away. It's not like I was hiding. <laughs> no, you weren't. You you made it way obvious. Um, this is a quote from Janssen at practice. I do not expect. The cl- I did not expect the call yesterday. Just an energy rush through the whole body and felt excited. Could not really sleep last night. So uh, you're going to see a guy who's either going to be really nervous when he plays his first game or you're going to see a guy who is going to have that adrenaline rush and have a good game. Almost like what Dermot had when he first started. Like he was flying. He's he's kind of settled his game a bit. Um, but uh, speaking of Dermot, he was also... Uh, not at practice. He's sick. So I don't know if him and Zaitsev have been, you know, sharing the same water bottle or doing something <laughs> because Zaitsev had the flu out Saturday, which kind of came out of the out of the blue. Did not mean for that to rhyme. But um, you're like, okay, the flu, that's a, that's a legit excuse for him not to play. Now to see him out another another game, possibly, most likely, that does that concern you a little bit? That maybe it's just more than the flu? No, I don't know. No. I I feel like <laughs> I wonder if this is just something else that maybe they they're calling it the flu, but it might be something else. I don't think anybody ever makes an excuse to have Roman Polak in the top four. That is true. I'll just put that out there. Okay. Um. Yeah. Callie Rosen was called up too. Uh. He would most likely draw it if Dermot can't go, which. I mean, he's. I, I'm a little surprised. He's a <laughs> I'm a little surprised it was Rosen and not Borgman. Yeah, it's a little weird. 
I guess Bab- maybe because it's just on an emergency basis. Borgman looked pretty good last night. I, he, I, Borgman's also playing on a pair with Lilligren right now on the Marlies, and that's pretty solid. It is solid. Yeah. Um, I, I did like the move to have Borgman back down. My big thing is if you're not playing a guy, especially a young guy, get him playing somewhere. Yeah. Um, so that makes sense. Maybe because they don't want to take Borgman away from that. Uh, yes, your mic is on, Richard. Uh, I didn't see the light. Okay, I don't know where your light is. I think it's over here. I don't know. It's a weird setup. We have problem with headphones. Here today. Some problem with mics. He's... We're using a different studio today, and it's it's kind of got everyone on edge, flustered. A little me, a little flustered, but that's fine. Um, I think, yeah, I I I'm I'm curious to see if Rosen actually does play. Maybe this gives him uh some renewed purpose because it did not look good at the start. Um, and he's kind of been quiet with the Marlies. I know he's been snake bitten offensively from what I've been hearing from the from the reporters down there, people at games, but um I don't know. I, I, I think Dermot will see I guess it's a wait and see with the morning skate. If he skate if they do a morning skate or if they do an optional skate. There wasn't anything about him in the uh there was a lot mostly focused on Matthews getting work in after practice. Well the the thing about Dermot was I think ba- I think I saw some reporting saying uh He's just sick, and he's yeah. His, yeah, his status just... is, is up in the air. Yeah, which that's all it is. So I think I think the flu thing would probably be more legit if it's going around the room. With that being said, can we kind of hope that nobody else gets sick? Because that would be great. Um... You don't want you don't want guys getting ill before the playoffs. Even though right now the Leafs, and we're going to talk about this, it's kind of a not critical time for them because who cares i mean not who cares but like <laughs> richard's like who cares like richard would be the best marketing person for the leafs it's like, eh, all right just come out come to the game to the... if you want i mean no, it nothing. let's let's be honest he you and lou wouldn't see you either. <laughs> like do you really want to watch buffalo on a thursday night you don't fucking well be in it. buffalo on thursday night oh. on a see thursday i don't night. care like is it like, it's, it's in like, buffalo yeah it's in buffalo oh wolf at this point in the season it's like they've like they're pretty much locked in to third. It's like the last five games matter, and that's why I don't think they should rush back Matthews because what does he have to do now? Just like personal stats, right? Like that's pretty much it. Is trying to match. I think there's a bo- there's year. actually a bo- money on the line from as Chris Johnson said. There's like seven hundred fifty thousand of a bonus or something around those he's lines. Gonna, he's gonna be making ten million in the next twelve in the years. Top so. ten in goals per game. Goals per game? I think it's goals that's, per game. It's not goals, like I think total. It, it's safe to say Matthews will make I mean, like that money over the rest of his career. No. But I'm like, if that's yeah. like... He's already making it this, this through his endorsement deals. Yep, exactly. No, but like that's still like a lot of... like. It's a lot of money, but... But if it's goals per game, like he's 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 sitting pretty well right now anyways, right? Well, okay, let me... I'll, I'll read you what, uh, what Chris uh, wrote. I just want to make sure that no video starts to play. Um, <laughs> okay. So Matthews, Andreas Janssen. Oh, sorry, seven I was way, sorry, I was way off with that evaluation. Something worth keeping an eye on with the Matthews situation is the status of a potential two million dollar bonus. I thought it was seven fifty. Yeah, it's I, a, I lot, read, a lot. It more. was a diff. It was a different uh, thing I was looking That's at. That's a way different story then. Um, while there's no reason to believe it'll have any bearing on the decision making around a return. It could have ramifications for both if Matthew struggles after he's activated from injured reserves. 
He needs to finish among the NHL's top 10 forwards, so all forwards in the NHL, in goals per game to cash in for a second straight year. And he currently sits in the position to do so with 28 and 53 games. <laughs> so he is first right now? He, uh, I don't know if that's first. Um, that's awesome. How the heck do you even check that? Like, it, uh, goals, I guess, Ho- goals per game reference, here. I think, is... Um, so I'm among players with at least 30 games played because you, um, I, I don't he... want to check a Justin Hall's, you know, fucking one <laughs> goal a game. Ovechkin's first, Liney's second, Malkin's third, Marchand is fourth, Stahl is fifth, McKinnon's sixth, Matthews is seventh. Stahl. So month. Carlson, Sagan, and Kucherov, like, wind down the top ten. Yeah. But if he doesn't play again this year, 0.53 should, you know, you know, get him in the top 10 because um, 11th is Bergeron at 0.49. So all the players would have to pass him. And then, right, I don't see that happening. Yeah. Um, what's he at now? 28 and 53. Okay, so what, let's say actually. He's got 28 goals. Yeah, then, he's, he's, he leads the team in scoring. I, in goals still, I believe. Nice. JVR is catching up, but not enough to to get him up, to move him yet. Let's see what point five three, or sorry, let's see where point five three would have finished last year. Point five three would have finished in third last year. Where are you, so, che- where are you checking that, by the way? Uh, play index on Hockey Reference. Ah, okay. So I mean, like, I don't think he's in trouble for yeah. that, and that's why I'm happy that like it's not a counting stat, like top ten in goals. Because then I would, you know, kind of feel bad for him. But, you know, um, he's in a good spot right now to get that um, regardless of when they bring him back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I I don't really have an issue with, uh, like, I don't think he's really concerned about that. I mean, if he came back and played the last five games and didn't score at all, he'd be at 4-8-9, which... Would just be like twelfth, I believe. That would get him just out. I, and I yeah, doubt. Right? I doubt he and wouldn't score in those final five yeah. games. <laughs> Sorry. Well, like in that case, you know, like if two million, if two million is on the line, then like everyone is going to try to set him up regardless, yeah. right? So exactly. Yeah, like I don't think he's in <laughs> danger. Will Willie's just throwing out pla- back with that. Get Mitch on just there. Like get Jake with the fuck him. Off him every... Whoever can deliver a pass, get him with. Get him. There, plays a full yeah. three minute, um, six on five shift. Oh, I don't or, know. Or, sorry, a five on six shift. It's just because he like he has to get that. Put him on the penalty kill. Put him on every, all the power plays. God, just even put him on the po- on the point. <laughs> Play him at defense. He's been doing that in practice anyways with yeah. Uh, Levo. Um, yeah. So I, I I think we can agree at this point. All the Leafs need to worry about is structure play. Not hashtag the system. Hashtag the system. Yeah, see, like that's that's why I keep on like talking about like the last five games. Like, like sorry, if they lose like ten nothing to or tomorrow night, yeah, and then keep losing, okay, fine. But then you have to finish strong, so like you don't go like into a huge playoff, you know. A playoff series where there's no margin for um, error on a slump, right? Yeah, uh, like that's why like, I think they need to just wait a bit more with Matthews, and then just try to get him back into the um, the uh, mix of things before the playoffs. Because mm-hmm. like you still need that time to like uh, readjust. But 
Oh yeah. I did, yeah, you can't just go into the playoffs cold. You need you need to have like the last season was the I think the issue was that they didn't get themselves going the first couple of games. Like Washington definitely controlled. Well, I mean they, the pace. they went up to nothing in both the first games, but then they blew both leads, right? Yep. They did. So it's like but know. but you don't want to be catching. Oh, wait, I, I was what was I? I was listening to uh, on the radio how like the Golden State Warriors that year that they lost to LeBron. People forget that they had to come back from a three-one deficit. Um, you don't always want to be playing the catch-up game because that that wears yeah. you out. And I mean the Leafs weren't. I mean they beat yeah they beat the Penguins to clinch the playoffs. They also lost against Columbus. <laughs> Zaitsev had a concussion. Yeah. Um, Anderson wasn't definitely was not a hundred percent, and that's that's something you don't. That's probably the one thing you want to avoid. Like look at the Boston Bruins right now. Yeah, they're flying. I don't know how they've been doing without Bergeron and McAvoy. Yeah, no idea. Um, well, Brad Marchand. Yeah, um, accidentally on purpose. That's what I'm going to call it. Call him for now. Accidentally on, on purpose. Falcon punches someone trying to get out of the way. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, Roman Reigns' uh, Superman punch. That's what it looked like. Um, and then there are people like, you know, well, you know, he had no time to get. He had time to turn, and then he could have turned I, again. In that, At first in, glance, it looked like he didn't have time, and then you watch it again, and it's like, no, he slow, was looking. Slow motion to, like, was. Yeah. Plan a flying clothesline in his mind. Yeah, if you're no. trying to get out of the way of some guy, you're not putting your arm out. You're trying to, you're trying to get as tight as possible to get around the guy, so you're not running him over. And I mean, Duclair gets injured on it because he his knee buckles underneath him when he falls backwards. Yeah, it was more of the knee. I like, think I the, mean, I'm sure that doesn't that still gets called, but it's not as big of a story if he doesn't. If I just think Duclair my doesn't injure. I think my issue is just like just just collide with him. Who cares? Yeah. Don't don't. That's what I'm saying. It's an interference I, call, I, but it doesn't get the attention it does if Duclair doesn't get injured. It's probably not even like an interference call. Like it's like it's just like you. Well, it was it, it was he only incidental. Got two it was it was it would have looked a lot yeah. more innocent if you just like, collided with you, him, like you didn't see him. Yeah, if you just bodied him. Yeah, yeah like, not if you just ran into like your arm, took him out. Like both players are winded. Yeah, but it's like they don't call that. You know, like if you don't lower your shoulder and like try to hit him, right? Exactly. Like, if you hit him and you both fall because you didn't see him, that's that's the definition of like incidental contact. Exactly. Contact, right? But to jump and punch him in the face just because you're trying to get out of the way, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, to be fair to Marshawn, he has a, he has a crystal clean record, right? Like, he doesn't oh, yeah. ever do stuff. There's like no that. reason to be to suspect yeah, him of so anything. I mean, always got to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> any concern about playing Boston in the first round? None. No. I mean, even can't if, wait. Even even if they have home uh, home ice, no, home ice guarantees you one extra game. Yeah, but Boston plays really well at home. The um, Leafs, the Leafs play really the well Leafs at home. Buried too. them last time they so played I mean, Boston at home. So I mean, like it's like, and I feel like it's so even that I feel like Boston is um, Boston has that pressure first, right? Because you know, you know, um, in sports, it's like you have to steal home ice, right? Mm-hmm. Boston is seen as a quote-unquote favorite, and the Leafs have to do something in this playoffs. But if the, but if the Leafs take one of two at home, all the pressure's on Boston now, right? Yeah, like yeah. like what they did against Washington. And I feel like that's yeah, they just underrated. Like, um, obviously, you don't want to play Game Seven on the road, 
But the first two games on the road is... <laughs> Leafs do not want to be seeing another Game 7 yeah, in Boston. Let's just no, say but like, that. And I feel like that's an... Actually, an that wouldn't be a bad... You know what? Take that back. I want to see a Game 7 in Boston. No, I and I want to see the Leafs win it. I want to see the Leafs like take care of things in six games. Right? You do? Because well, you know what? That would make more sense because I actually want to see the Leafs if, try to take it out early. And, you know, the first two games are on the road. And that's yeah. when... And that's when both teams like uh, feel that pressure and stuff. It's such an underrated part of sports because if you win, you know, one of the first two games on the road, that's a huge success because you aren't coming in as a favorites anyways, mm. right? Like it doesn't matter which team you are, you know, yep. like if you start off on the road and you win one game, that's a success. And Leafs, what is wrong with these headphones? Just take them <laughs> off. Um, you don't the need them. We have yeah. no one on the phone. I just had them on to keep the volume levels. Um, Anyway, so like, like, say say the Leafs win one of the first uh, two games of the series, and then they come back to Toronto. Like, Toronto plays well at home. Yeah, Toronto's won right? ten straight at home. Right. Toronto exactly. has their longest right. winning streak at home right. in, in franchise, franchise history. history. And their money. You know, people are stressed about put Boston on. Like that only matters. That only matters if the season, if the series goes seven. Yeah. If the Leafs take one of two in Boston. Boston's goal is to now take one of two in Toronto. If Bo- Which they haven't if, done. They've lost right. both games in Toronto. If Toronto takes both, they're going up 3-1. Aren't, aren't the Leafs, they're, what, 3-1 and one on the season against the Bruins, right? Yeah, they are. Right? Because so, they won the okay. back. I mean, but Bo- I mean, Boston wasn't playing at their yeah. c- capable level when they were before that. But if they take Still. care of business at home, mm. like this is, this is obviously very – this is obviously very uh, wishful thinking, but like, the there's not as much pressure in that sense. And if they blow, you know, that three one lead, then it's like, you know, sirens going off everywhere, right? Yeah. But then, like, if you have the position to not only win Boston, but to win the series at home, if you lose that, mm-hmm. that's right. And I feel like that's why people kind of overvalue home ice. Yeah, just because of that aspect of, I know, think I think the one thing I think that should give Leafs fans some hope is that Bergeron is coming back from a foot injury. He which, can't. Which he's not going to skate for a he, bit. He, and McAvoy and then played against yeah. the fucking Bruins the next. No, day. the Sabers. Well, I, sorry, the Sabers. Fuck it. Uh, and like, they lost that game. Why would you do that? Like, what's the because like, well the, the like, from what I heard was bad. that was that the initial. The initial x-ray didn't show anything, and then they did another scan because he left the game and said, this is not right. Players can't play with a foot injury because skates provide the support. Yep. But it's how are, how much you're able to push off is there discomfort. Yeah. Again, Ryan McDonough had, I think, what, a fracture in his foot? Yep. And he played through it in the Stanley Cup playoffs? And I think it was the, oh, yeah. the year they went to the Cup Finals. Bergeron also has a history of pushing through some pretty gruesome. Yeah, he had what a a punctured lung, punctured lung, and God knows what else. It was the year that they won. No, they the year they lost. It was um, Chicago to Chicago. Yeah, it was a lockout shortened season. Yes, Uh, because that's the year that Boland scored. Ah, right. Um, Yeah, just stupid playoff hero Jake Boland. It was also the year that the Leafs got. They're butts whooped by the Bruins. But are you scared coming. of the Bruins? Because I'm, no, not, I'm not scared of the Bruins. I just know the Bruins have the experience, and they can. They? they have the ability to turn it on when yeah. they need to. But and then the Leafs also have the ability. 
And according to this, Boston's like, playing Nick Holden tonight or in the next yeah, game. Yeah, he wing. was a he was a what? At left wing. At left wing. They're playing a defenseman on their third line. Okay, I did not know that. Um, but did they just sorry, add a bunch of players? Let me, let me just run through these lines real quick and tell me if you're scared of them at all come a playoff series. Jake DeBrusque, David Krejci, Rick Nash. You're obviously missing Marchand and Bergeron. I, that, but that line is actually a good line. The Brusque and Nash I'm not scared of Rick well. Nash at all. He's been playing pretty decent in he's Boston. Good. He's definitely not somebody you can take lightly. No. Am I scared that he's going to kill the Leafs? No. Okay. I mean, Pasternak, Bergeron, and Marchand are the only line that yeah, I'm that's, that's, genuinely scared of on this team. And I don't want to bash the Bruins, but does Danton Heinen scare you in a playoff series? No. I, I, that's, there are, does there Riley are some... Nash scare you in a playoff series? Hell no. Tommy oh. Wingles, Tim Schaller, hey, Sean Tommy Corrali. Wingles. Don't sleep on Tommy Wingles. Brian Gionta. It's funny because, like, as Austin's saying this, I can hear, like, a Boston, like, Sports radio was going. <laughs> just their whole, just Thomas Placanis, just, just their totally unbiased home broadcast. Yeah, Noel Achari is the go. best player ever. Yeah, just but I mean, like you know, like Tuka Rask should be feared. That top line should be feared. But then after yeah. that, it's like these guys are beatable. I'm guessing, other than Charlie McAvoy, their defense is not impressive. Okay, so then I guess the big the big test would be Tampa. And hell, yeah. last well, year. Well, we have to get past the Bruins. Last I mean, year, people. Yeah. doesn't matter how skilled you are. But the way you're talking, it's like it's going to happen. Yeah, but they're not. Let's be honest. They're not more skilled than the Leafs are. But they grind teams into the ground, which is why they win games. Last yeah. year, people you don't were need talking skill about, like in the playoffs. Do the Capitals like scare you? And obviously they do. But then the Leafs went up 2 nothing the first two games. Right? Yeah. That was a winnable series, even that though they lost. That was a winnable the, series. That's what, that's they what were annoyed me about that. 2 nothing in game one. 2 nothing in game two. one nothing in... Um, no, the two games in Toronto, game the Caps six. went up two zip, and then they right. tied that one late in Game Six. Yeah. Like they could have, that could have gone. That was closer than, and I mean, like once, like I'm not saying that the Leafs are like overwhelming favorites against Boston. No, but it's like it's the playoffs, and if you have your top guys going, you know, like it's mm-hmm. it's fun. It's, it's I, I I also think maybe we're playing too much into the way the standings are because the way the schedule, like. I'm sorry, the NHL needs to sort out their scheduling problems because the fact that Boston can have this many games in hand at this point of the season. I think that they that they will finish with us with um with the 78 games played because like it's been like so long and like they still yeah. have that that cushion. Like I no they have two games now. It's down to two games cuz they've played a healthy amount of games. Like they had yeah. a back-to-back against Chicago. Um I think I guess they're playing tonight. So like those games in hand, Duke. But this is my issue: is that okay? Here, um, uh, unless okay, like go ahead. If I say something. So I no, checked this. Go oh, yeah, ahead. I'm on the podcast only for like emotional support. Um, I actually checked this at the job. end of uh, February, and it was like, um, Boston. Um, sorry, the Bruins finished the season playing 19 games in 34 nights. Right, their final. Sorry. Um, 11 out of their final 16 games are I'm on the road, mm-hmm. right? Oops. I don't know how much, you know, this matters, um, if they'll be tired or not, but, like, those are a lot of games to be jamming in to, what, 34 uh, nights? So, I, you know, sorry. I might be pissed off if I was Boston because, like, they have to play a ton of games, and you know, near the end. 
and they should also be like just taking it easy, but they have to try and catch Tampa now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because their fans like will be pissed if they don't. Still, a, you know, like, that's, like that's still attainable. Yeah, you could you could just settle so in and have your series against the Leafs because they that's, know that's what's happening. And that's you know like another thing to think about. You know, I think I would rather not have home ice and have the luxury of you know, you know, um, resting my starting goalie more often. Than trying to catch or trying to get trying, lobby for a better position. Yeah, than trying to catch and win the division if that doesn't happen. And if it doesn't guarantee, really guarantee what, you anything. Yeah. You, like, winning the division is much better than being a second. But if that doesn't work out, you know, they could be tired. There's the possibility of... um um. Sorry, let's say like Bergeron or Marchand getting hurt again, right? Especially Bergeron. Like, when the Leafs can take it easy from now until like the last five games, right? And their schedule isn't as taxing, right? No, it's not. It's they. I think the Leafs have like only one Western great, road trip left. Right, like that's a great sign. You know, sorry, a great sign for uh, Toronto, especially with the first two games being on the road, right? Like say they come in to a games one and two tired, and Toronto takes one. That pressure's on them again, right? Yeah. I mean, I I think at this point, like, I also think with the whole division, like, I know Tampa will feel good if they if they win the division. Any team should feel good about winning their division. But you look at that, that wild card race, those teams are, are picking it up at the right time. Like, What if a hot a Panthers team beats the Lightning in the Well, I, I, the, the Devils. Like, if I look at the New Jersey Devils and you think Taylor Hall is playing at the level that you expect from now from a number one pick, like, he's he's a superstar oh, I'm right now. To make a joke about Edmonton. Hold it in. Hold it back. Hold it back. Um, oh. And then you have Nas Austin trying to contain himself. Trying to contain you have before. one healthy, probably a top five. Griffin Reinhardt for Burzell. Shit. <laughs> A top five goalie in the league. All things to say about fucking Edmonton. That's it. <laughs> Let's not Jordan go Everly there. For Ryan all Strom? things. Let's the, not go there. The thousand like. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. try to keep this ship on track here. Um, you got Corey Schneider, who is, I think, a top five goalie in the league when he's healthy. Um, they're they have they're run they're coached pretty well. They have some pretty good young talent. Like if you're a team like you can't take ta- your wild card matchup uh, lightly. And and people are complaining about the whole wild card. I understand the playoff scenario is pretty dumb, but Tampa would have to face the worst team in the conference, regardless. Yep. So like, if you're Tampa, yeah, maybe you're upset well, who are, that who are they playing right now? They would be playing New Jersey because New Jersey's in the second wild card, yeah, and Columbus rough, is in the first one. Rough one for New Jersey. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not going to even get into the whole playoff thing. I think we'll wait until that's closer to being. Um, Any closing thoughts on the Leafs? Because I do want to move on to a couple of other teams. Buds all day. Buds all day? (laughs) There you go. Um, I will will plug in something here because uh, there is an event. After all that talk on the Bruins, Brian Gionta is going to score a Game 7 winner on the Leafs. I can already see it. (laughs) If that happens, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. (laughs) Um, So, St. Paddy's Day, Saturday. Don't forget, try to get your St. Pat's gear. I've already got... Something coming in the mail, which I'm really looking forward to. I'm going to be getting my St. Pat's beer. Well, yeah. That's, Fair enough. I will not. 
Um, do you get any? You can just get any drink and put green green food coloring in it. Not yeah. not a big deal, Austin. Fair enough. Okay. I know you can't drink, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, so we got St. Patty's Day coming up, but uh, in a couple weeks after that, on April the seventh, no one even asked me to do this. I'm just doing this on my own. Uh, the Steve Dangle podcast is doing a live version at a Puck Talks event. Yep. It is going to be at the rec room. At the rec room, which is across the street from the Rogers Center beside uh, Steam Whistle. Venue. Great venue for events. Watching hockey. We went and saw the, the season opener. Season opener. Um, I missed the last one. They had the viewing party for the outdoor game, but apparently that... Wait, we got then, hammered and, and yeah, played our I'm trade game. You, 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 wait, ho, 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 ho. You got pretty hammered and was well, I got fun. hammered and played arcade games. And I, <laughs> I was pretty controlled. Um, oh, yeah, you two were... I was, imagine we being were controlled fun. on a Wednesday night. Can't be me. <laughs> in what, October? Yeah, in can't October. be me. Living life. Um, but there is... Uh, yeah, it's a great venue. I don't... Go to Homestand Sports. That's where you can find all the info. I mean, Steve and the guys have been uh, throwing out all the info there as well. So take a look. We'll Bab most Sox likely, will probably be there, Bab too. Bab Sox will most likely be there. So if you're looking for some Bab Socks, that's a great, good. They uh, have St. Patrick's Day Bab Socks. I am going to get myself a pair. Um, we still need to go to the store. We were talking about doing that. That store is far. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't realize how it's far out of the way. Um, but, yeah, we'll make it a point to go. Yeah. All right. Boys, let's uh, move on to another uh, another sports. Giving it your choice, we want. We were having a pretty uh, long conversation about football. I think I think that's where I want to go to next because football tomorrow is NFL free agency. But all the deals are getting done now. All the deals are already reported on. This is where the, the NFL, NFL the is, NFL needs to take a page out of the Leafs book and save it all for one day. You gotta this, bottle it up. This is where the NFL, against any other league in sports, takes the cake. Yep. Is in free agency trades, like trading in the NFL. I mean, guys get moved all the time, but you think about it, like because of the way salaries work and guaranteed money, and guys getting cut, guys getting released all the time. Yep. The way the draft works, it is the best off season in sports. Well, it's bar none. I mean, I. I'd like to think that I'm the Niners probably did pretty well for themselves. That's well, probably yeah. the most unexpected move. Go back a couple weeks. <laughs> Who would have thought Richard Sherman was getting released? Good lord, even Richard Sherman probably would have. All pro corner Richard Sherman Good. gets released and signs with the Seahawks' biggest rival. Um, that's that's huge news. Yep. And it's just that's that's the nature of this offseason. It's just you never know what's gonna happen. Who's going to get released? Teams making moves. Kirk Cousins just signed with the Vikings. I mean, I thought the Vikings were going to hold on to Keenum for another season. Just see how it went. Guess that not. Suck. Like all the way, you know, championship game, and then it's like, oh, never mind. Kirk Cousins. No. Nope. Nope. Um. So the Bills. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater got screwed there too. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. Oh. Teddy two gloves. Yeah. Okay. So b- the Buffalo Bills, as you know, is a uh, one of the. The, is the only NFL team that the site has Ooh. to cover. They're, speaking on NFL, it's sort of short news. Paul Richardson, the uh, former Seahawks receiver, just signed for five years with the Redskins. Wow. $40 million. Richardson did pretty well in uh, Seattle. Like, Not bad. 
Seattle is, a, is becoming a dumpster fire. I'm not even going to get. We we don't cover I Seattle, love but every second of it. Well, I'm a Niners like fan, they, so I love I, it. I don't know what's going on there, but um, the Bills, they they they're a team that had the has a chance to do something pretty good. If only they had like a quarterback that could be consistent. Like Tyrod couldn't Taylor. score at all in the playoffs. They like that was. You mean to make a throw? Yeah. What did they like, put up against the Jags in the playoffs? Six points was it? I don't know, it was like a field goal battle. I remember it was a field goal battle. I, I, that game has been like it feels like a distant no, memory. No, three points. Ooh, yeah, that's right. It was like what nine? I guess three? six points in a playoff game, and I was, and I doubled their actual total. Yeah, you you really did them a favor. Um. Yeah. So the Bills decided so long Tyrod Taylor, which I don't think any Bills fan has an issue with, other than the the Taylor lasted as long as he did. Um, they have now traded their, their lower, sorry, the higher of their first round picks, which was only one spot ahead of the 22nd overall pick they still have. So they go from 21 to 12 while trading, uh, alignment to the Bengals and, um, do you think that's enough to get the quarterback that like, it's obviously for a quarterback or do they need to go higher? Like, do they need to move up one more? St- do one more move? Um, I feel like by trading up, they know who they want. I don't know if it's Mayfield or Darnold. Um, Josh Allen is probably going first overall. Like, this is the thing. Many, mo- many, like, mo- like top three. Jo- Wait, Rosen or Allen? There's two Joshes. Allen. There's Sam Darnold. There's uh, Saquon Barkley, the running back. Then you have uh, well, there's Josh Rosen, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen. Those like I'm like looking at the top like Baker Mayfield is there. Baker Mayfield probably gonna drop just because he's smaller. It's like the Russell Wilson thing. He's what five eleven. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Uh, I had to run from him. He's six one two fifteen. I thought he was under five, under six. Uh, but compared to Darnold, who's six three two twenty one, Josh Rosen. He's just undersized, which could be a turnoff for some teams. Yeah, mo- like the prototype quarterbacks, like six three and above now. Yeah, you, you need to be. I thought we well, agreed that height doesn't measure heart. Uh, you had to bring him up now. Did he well, pay you to do that? Just saying. Height also doesn't measure opening day starts. So. Oh. Are you looking at me like I'm the one that's offended? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm kind of both look at both of you best. I'm one. actually Marcus Sherman's publicist. Okay. Um. All right. So this is my question here. Okay. So the Bills are in twelve. Uh, twelve. You have. I'm looking at teams that need a quarterback. You've got the Browns, who in this one mock draft I'm looking at do not pick up. Do not pick up a quarterback. Nope. Um, it's, ha- it's all over the place. Nobody knows who the Browns are going to take, and you, honestly, it's not. Yeah. I think the Browns are, the, are probably the one team that kind of controls the the Bills' fate. I've seen a couple of mock drafts where it's um, Saquon Barkley going first overall to the Browns. I've seen one where Bradley Chubb was going first overall as the top pass rusher in the draft. Yeah, because nobody knows what the hell the Browns are going to do because the Browns are so sporadic with their picks. They need, but they need everything. The Browns. You would think that a quarterback, and we were talking about this off the. <laughs> they thing. need a competent football team. They, <laughs> they need not crap players, and I mean they got a lot of. They got a couple non crap players in, in trades last, draft, last yeah. week. No, in trade. Oh, that's. And they true. also got the three. I mean, yeah, you got Jarvis Landry. You, I mean, Taylor is Taylor's okay. Going to do something. I don't know the corner from Green Bay. I uh, who shoot? Uh. 
that was Demarius Randall. Was it Randall? Yes, I think so. Um, so I mean, they've they're making good moves. I mean, it's not just going to turn yeah, around Demarius overnight. Randall. There's no there's no franchise uh, turnaround player that the Bills are. I mean, Saquon Barkley's a huge piece. Like he's got probably more, way more hype than Leonard you, Fournette had coming in. I this think year. You've, uh, yeah, you can you can mask a somewhat. I mean, look. The only reason why Taylor, I think Taylor lasts as long as he did with the Bills is because of LaShawn McCoy. Yep. When you have that threat out of the backfield, teams respect the run way more, which means they become more vulnerable to the pass. I yep. mean, some experts may not agree with that, but, I mean, the Cowboys were an example of that with, with Zeke. Um, I mean, Fournette with the Jaguars is probably <laughs> the biggest one. The Jaguars um, are a prime example of the – Yeah. So – I'm looking at teams that need a quarterback. I'll go through the list again. Okay, the Browns need a quarterback still. I like they're gonna probably draft and develop one. Wait, um, no, the Browns don't draft and develop. They play them first game and they bury. Well, now they're expecting Tyrod to be that bridge. <laughs> well, that's what we were talking about off the air. Is do they stick to number four and take Darnold or Rosen, depending on who's there? I'm assuming if the Giants are still picking, they're going Rosen. That seems like their guy because well, Rosen said he's he doesn't want to play in Cleveland. <laughs> Nobody wants big to play shocker. Cleveland. Well, Darnold said he doesn't care. If they do want to play in Cleveland. Fair enough. Um, it takes a big cojones for you to say you want to play in Cleveland. <laughs> but, Huge uh, fan of the uh, of the, the history, the rich the history, culture of Cleveland. I wonder if they ever used those Cleveland tourism videos, the old YouTube one, as like a a joke. Yeah. Okay. Like recruiting people to Cleveland. So we've we've agreed that the Giants need a quarterback. Yeah, they're taking a QB. They're taking QB. Unless something I'm, random. Look, I'm happens. looking at just the teams before Buffalo in the draft. So Buffalo's at 12. You got the Browns that have the one and four pick. Yep. One of those is probably going to be a quarterback, unless they feel one that. Of them. Unless they feel ty- they'll go with Tyrod for the year and go. But this is such a good year for quarterbacks that you can't. Yeah, you can't say miss no. on a quarterback. Um, I just, I'm starting to. When I saw Saquon Barkley was supposed to go. Some people had him going first overall. At first, it's like, I don't know. And then you look at the draft, and it's like, if the Browns don't take him at number one, it's maybe the Colts, I think, would jump I think on the him. Colts would jump on I think him it's either it's going to be between uh, Chubb, Quentin Nelson, or Barkley for the Colts because they don't need a quarterback. Yeah. They're one of those teams that has the luxury of not having to choose a quarterback in this draft. They it, can choose just the best player on the board. Exactly. Um, the Broncos are going to take – well – do the Broncos take a quarterback at five? Because now they're rumored to be going after. They have Case Keenum now. Case Keenum. Do they? I mean, and they I don't still, think you put that much money into a guy if you're not certain he's going to start for you. I mean, yeah, but whoever gets picked in this year's draft is not starting. Okay. I don't see that. happening. It was brought up. I think Matt Miller brought it up on on Twitter today, saying like, "Is everyone just going to ignore the fact that Paxton Lynch was taken in the first round by the Broncos two years ago, and he's just been buried by that organization?" Yeah, because he's just not it. They, that was just no- he was a mess like, quarterback. I mean, he was what six 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 seven. He's a big. And I boy. think they traded up for him too, didn't they? To I believe him? so. I'm pretty. It's sure. just yeah. It's I don't know. It's weird. Um. Then you got okay. Yeah, the Broncos probably would make sense for them to get a quarterback. The yeah, Jets you, are taking a quarterback. Yeah. Whoever is available. Probably Mayfield. Uh, that seems. I feel like if that. It seems like a fit both ways. That's the only yeah. thing. Is it, it seems like Mayfield wants to be there, and it seems like the Jets and their fans are really keen to it. 
The Bears. Maybe they take Josh well, Allen if he's still there. I, I was going to say Allen is one in desperate. I don't. Projected. I'm not convinced Allen goes first overall personally. No, I don't think. so. I think either. Rosen and Darnold are definitely better. He's getting a lot of comparisons to uh, Carson Wentz though, just as a, his his size his route, his size, so, his his measurables, and also just the route he took. Because Wyoming is definitely not a big name school for no. top prospects. I don't uh, think it's a big name anywhere. Fair enough. No, uh, the Bucks don't need a quarterback. They're they're a team that's probably going to shake either Chubb or Barkley, depending on if they make it that far. That or they're going to because Doug Martin's not going. He's gone. Um, they I think they need to also look at their offensive line too, to because how many injuries did um to, oh my god why am I playing on his name right now? Um, Mike Evans. No, no. not Mike Evans. Jameis. Yeah, how many how many injuries did Jameis Winston go through? Why did I blank on Jameis Winston's name? <laughs> Uh, famous Jameis, exactly. <laughs> Never blank on Famous Jameis. So like he he they need to I think shore up that offensive line. You know the Oakland Quentin Nelson Raiders, would be a good pick for them. The Raiders would either go with they're going to go linebacker, I would think, or Lord Smith or Tremaine. They'll try to or cornerback or Edmonds rather. Um, and then I think the Dolphins are an interesting team because Ryan Tannehill. I think they they're getting ready to close the book on that. Yeah, absolutely. I don't. I don't know if they're ready just yet. No, and then look, they just traded Jarvis Landry. Like Kenny, Kenny Stills is your top target now. They yeah. just got rid of Indominus Sue. They released him. So uh, who else did they just trade or release? I forget. There's one other guy. That's gonna come to me. They have Cameron Wake. They're fine. <laughs> yeah. So good old CFL player. Cameron I mean, Wake. if if the Bills can try to you know look at a team like the Browns. And say, why don't you? Tra- we'll trade you for four overall, and we'll give you the no, the twelve and one of their second round picks. Even I think that would work to kind of do what the Bills did when they went after Sammy Watkins. Boy, that trade worked out really well for the Bills. So maybe they may maybe the Bills think yeah, twice let's about trade that. up for Sammy Watkins and then let, sign let Kyle Orton to throw passes at his feet. No, to throw passes at. The running back's feet. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Richard's life as a Bills fan. Richard just uh, – you just have terrible luck with teams. Yeah, I'm going to give up on the sports. Um, yeah. It's even worse. I cheer for the 49ers, and they had three wins through over the last two years. Oh, I'm sorry. Was one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time not good enough? Never mind. Which one? Jim Kelly. <laughs> Kaepernick. Oh. oh. That guy. <laughs> is, yeah. Well, another episode. Um, talk about Colin Kaepernick. I, I kind of want to end the end this Bills discussion on what do you think is the biggest? I think we all agree what the biggest offseason priority is at the free agency for the Bills. For the Bills, and it's a veteran quarterback, or not even a veteran quarterback. I think the options Just stable. Either a guy like Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, you can go on a limb and say maybe AJ McCarron can step in. Which I don't know. That's no thanks. Fun. I don't want no Alabama. <laughs> <trash>. No. <laughs> you don't want white Alabama trash. You just want some straight up Buffalo trash. Yeah. We don't appreciate the Crimson Tide around here. Okay. Um, then who would be your ideal? Because we know Keenum's out, Kirk Cousins is out. Cousins would have been so great, eh? Just, I mean, how? Uh, Cousins is going to like Minnesota. That yeah, you'd that like makes that. the most sense. So, like, like who would the Bills go after? Like. Bridgewater kind of seems like an ideal 
Just give him a chance. He's played in cold places before. All I hope is that they a draft a quarterback and yeah. B, that quarterback doesn't start for them this year. A better he yeah the, so, the mean, Bills cannot start their that quarterback. Like at least the Chiefs gave Mahomes a year before they traded Alex Smith. Um, some teams like Barkley with uh, the Bears. And I didn't agree with totally pulling the plug and giving him a bit. They were in a position where they weren't trying to compete. So maybe give him that first taste. But um, yeah, that would recipe for success is not to play that first round quarterback. Unless he's absolutely like, unless he's a stud, unless he does what Carson Wentz did. Yeah. Like there wasn't the option. Like Carson Wentz was not supposed to start. Unless you are sure that that guy is going to make a difference on your team, he should not start. Yeah. I think the Chiefs did well with Patrick Mahomes not overusing him this year. Yeah. Alex Smith, he sat behind him. Now he's going to be the quarterback this year. Exactly. And he's got um, Tyree Kill and who just signed with them? Sammy Watkins just Sammy signed Watkins, with the He's going to sign with the Chiefs. Kelly. Don't talk about his name. <laughs> they've got a great deep threat, right, right. and they've got a great young receiver. Well, they've got two great young receivers. They're both. Very young. Yep. Watkins and, is what twenty five. Cream Hunt at running back. And show Travis me, Kelsey. At show tight me a end good cor- look. <laughs> the Chiefs are good. I've now. always I've always liked the the phrase. Show me a good quarterback, and I'll show you a great running back behind him. He doesn't even, he doesn't even need to be a great quarterback. Offensive, offensive line, line, right. line as well. Well, like, I mean, in order to have a good running game, you need to have a good offensive line. You he doesn't even need to be a great you know, quarterback. Well, like those Foles guys was, was pretty good, but that offensive line was like that really, offensive line and that running game with. I mean, look. You had both Garrett Blunt and um, and then Clement too, and then um, Clement JGI, right? So you yeah. had a three three tier system, and then that I was mean, foolproof. Foles was good enough to have a lot of time, and then make those passes. So yeah, like I think maybe the Bills need to shore up that offensive line a little more, but they also need talent at the receiver position. Like I think they have KB, they have. Kelvin Benjamin's good. They have Charles. They have Clay. Like that's that's a decent tight end. He's a he probably had a rough yeah, end of that season though. Last season. Yeah, but I mean the Bills couldn't throw a pass. So yeah, you know. But then like there are guys like a Say Jones that is just like you know, he's a guy. Justin Hunter's still there, right? I think yeah. They they gotta they gotta just. I think they gotta focus on maybe adding another receiver. Maybe even just a speed guy, a guy who can. My one of the guys I always wish some te- like more teams had was a guy like Emmanuel Sanders, like can just blow by guys and just catch pass. Like you look at, I, I hate to do this to Richard, but you look at the Patriots. Does not look at the Patriots. They got Gronk at that. That's that big larky. Just yeah. can't bring him down target. And then, well, but then like, the, the, you bring him around like with a great system, right? And then you've you got know, Amendola. You've got. They just churn out great players. Like look at um, Matt Castle. Brady goes down. Castle. <laughs> Castle finesses his way into a ton of money, and he he, he that's like that's flat out robbery. Yeah, and then sad trombone after, right? Like that's exactly. So you got to be careful with this. Belichick's Sorry. just a genius. I wish we had one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Not every team can afford to have a genius. The Leafs have one with Babcock now. Hopefully, nope, 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 nope. 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 Okay. Um. <laughs> Any other thing? I just want to bring this Bills up stuff because I found it so intriguing with, like, how they, they, this could be a big off season for them if all the cards fall in place for them. And then if Tom Brady retires. 
Well, they had they had Look, everything well, go. They, they they managed to get in the playoffs even with Tom Brady nope. in that division. Tom Brady has to retire. Look, the Jets are not going anywhere this season. Forever. <laughs> Forever. Look, they'll eventually get things going, but yeah, like the Jets will are not going to be doing anything. The Dolphins are not going to be the Dolphins will be the worst team in the division. Dolphins sure. will be the worst team. The Jets I think, and Bills are going to fight for 2-3. I don't I think the Bills think the Jets are better than people give them credit for. Shut honestly. up. Wow. <laughs> They did well last year. Everyone expected Richard is using his impartial. They were good against the spread. Okay? <laughs> That's, they were good against the spread. Richard, they, no, yeah. I mean, like, they, they, they exceeded expectations. They, it honestly felt like nobody really expected much from them. And no, then that's the thing. they just started to win a few games. Yeah. They played a lot of, like, tight games, too, yeah. right? Robbie Anderson was, that's the thing was for me found is, treasure. Yeah. They've, they've got a good one in Robbie they Anderson. Do. So. But unfortunately, their 38-year-old starting QB isn't the part of the future. <laughs> So not part of many people's futures. So Are you much. trying to say the most thirty-eight year old quarterbacks can't play till they're fifty? Tom Brady retired, bitch. <laughs> Ain't happening. No, he's um, play forever. It's proven when they traded uh, the the Italian stallion. I don't know what are you guys going to be calling him in the, in in the Bay. Who? Oh, Jimmy G. Garoppolo. Oh, uh, my my team. What is it he called himself? My he fantasy. Himself my fantasy name. team name was the Gucci Garoppolo. Gucci Garoppolo, <laughs> my boy. Oh, that California that life was is such a be bad so nickname, and I love it. Um, he, he could buy Gucci at this point with that no, contract I'm, he I'm signed. I'm excited to see what Garoppolo. See, Niners have been so bad the last couple of years. It's like they haven't even been on TV. So it's really hard to catch. Only games. when they played the Cowboys or uh, it's only when they play they like play the, the Seahawks. That's yeah. pretty much the only time they get on TV or like Canadian TV. All right, we're not going to talk about the 49ers yeah, because no. we'll talk about it off. Um, Blue Jays. I want to do Blue Jays next because Blue Jays. Boy, so, they're all hurt and season's canceled. They're next. Everyone's <laughs> injured. Wrap it up. So Gritchick has a, what an injured rib cage. Oh Jesus. Um, I didn't even hear about that. Alfred. Alfred has a hamstring injury. Tulo won't be ready. Strom won't be ready. I feel like Stroman. Tulo. Stroman will be ready. I think Stroman is going to miss a start. I think they're just going to yeah. re- rejig. That's what they I said. I feel like the reason that Stroman's really pissed is that it means Aaron Sanchez is starting on opening day. It's <laughs> <laughs> prime time. Yeah. That's the thing. Is Marcus Stroman like, isn't, you know, isn't going to play opening Estrada day? Because Estrada won't be starting against the Yankees. No, he won't be. You don't want to pop up pitcher to start the season against that lineup. No, I I think you would, I think the the optimal starting would be. Well, I mean Sanchez. You don't Hap. want a pop up guy, and you don't want a lefty. So that leaves who? The optimal lineup that leaves Aaron Sanchez, who's yeah, like who has star potential. In his that own that right, game. You know? Okay, look, opening day. It's a big game because of the what that game. And I mean, they get prime time and the Yankees. Let's, three and, and let's, let's be real here. Judge and Stanton are hitting four home runs that no. game. Let's also not no. forget. Just start Joe Biagini and let it Sanchez happen. Sanchez is is putting Stanton opening on his opening ass. day starter Joe Biagini. Let's do it. Striking him out. Let's not forget. Let's also not forget how many pitches into the season does Stanton retirement yeah. ceremony. So that's that's a big game for the team. How many pitches into the season does Sanchez get before there's a blister scare? None. If you, mm. you if he's, you start, pitch, he's starting right now. Yeah, he's. He's pitched well this spring. Yeah, you know, no, he's, he's been, been great. Been, fuck, Estrada's been pitching well, too. Yeah. Estrada's been pitching I mean, well. Like, if you've been healthy, you've been playing well, except Hap got a day. little roughed up the uh, yesterday. Or the I other. Oh, Garcia okay. wasn't yeah, terrible. He's, he's I was about to say, this is Tuesday. On so on the, weekend. the thing about Garcia was on yeah. Saturday, he... I think there were just two flyouts, yeah. like three strikeouts, and then he had a, he had an a error, long stretch. a double play, a ground out, um, a soft flare. And it's like 
There's there's been like a lot of great signs for Richard memorizes that in his sleep to yeah. remember what each pitcher gets as his as his outing. Yeah. I tell myself like those stories before I go to bed, and then I pray for ground balls from Aaron Sanchez before every start. Um, yeah, I I'm I'm not worried about the rotation. Yeah, it's if they, that's the one I mean, the area. Bullpen, like you Looks see a guy good. like Clippard. Um, John Axford looked good I over the weekend. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Um, Wong. So, Wong Song so Ung. Yes. Song. Song Wan O. Song Wan O. I, I always get it. Hold on. I always get that reverse. I'm going to let you guys butcher it. The final boss. I mean, it, <laughs> like if he has a bounce back year, which it doesn't look like, you know, like anything's gone super wrong, but he does him and Osuna at the back of the pen, that can be some fun. He's going to be the setup guy, right? right? So yeah. Oh, know. yeah. Sung Huan O. It is Sung Huan Sung Huan O. Okay. I apologize for yeah, you not pronouncing that properly. People are people are not gonna be upset, don't worry. Um I think like, you know, he has that good slider O that could be that could be deadly as a setup guy. And then you go in with uh is no Osuna with the straight heat. And I mean like it won't be as good as the Yankees bullpen, which no. will be the greatest bullpen of all time. But who have they got back there now? Batances. Everybody. They just have uh, everybody back there. Right, telling Batances. Uh, Canely. Yeah. Oh, right. Chapman. They made Robertson still there. Fuck. It's like, but <laughs> where I'm not saying that they're better, but where the Blue Jays look good is that they have quality in the, well, they should have quality in their bullpen, and, and then they do have quality in their starting rotation. So it's not like, let's try to get a lead before the sixth and then let the bullpen take over. It's, our guys can play well enough to, you know, like you aren't thinking about bridging the gap to the bullpen. Yeah, it's more yeah. of just you know. I think that's the wrong mindset to have. Like, yeah. unless you're the Yankees, who have that deep bullpen. Like, teams have to. I think that's the issue with baseball now. Is too many teams are relying a lot more on their bullpen, and then when the playoffs comes around, pitching gets worn out, yeah. and and then I mean the disaster. You know, and the Blue Jays. Projected, I think by Fangraphs to score the fifth, the fifth most, the fifth most uh, runs, right? And that's not really taking into account what Sanchez can do, yep. because Sanchez and Strowman are one and one A in my mind. If they're both healthy, if they're both yep. performing the like they should, line. it's like they're both they're both extreme ground ball pitchers. Sanchez throws that nasty curve. Sanchez can can sit mid nineties. Stroman throws junk, and then Hap is reliable. Estrada had that stretch where he wasn't pitching that well, that 10-12 game stretch where he actually said that it was due to he couldn't sleep, right? Um, If this this rotation stays healthy, um, they can, you know, lead them to a playoff spot. And, I mean, if they – the key is to win a division – Series against, sorry, not a division series. I'm um, a season series against one of the Yankees or um, the Red Sox. The uh, Red Sox, because like if they do, they're closer to that that um, that uh, division title. Like I don't think that they will win it, but you know, like let's say they take the series with Boston, they'll be pretty close up there, right? If Boston did but, get JD Martinez, I mean, right? There's yeah. Well, I mean, like they still right they. Uh, they're still there, but yeah, um, yeah. I feel like this is definitely um, a wild card team. There's definitely 91 potential. It's just like I, like these guys have to stay healthy now. Yep. Well, it's already been the issue. Is <laughs> well, we're seeing exactly why 
they went out and got those extra pieces for Troy Tulowitzki because the one injury we didn't touch on, or we did touch on a little bit, was Tulo, unlike Marcus Stroman, who's only going to be out for... He's going to not play the first game of the series, obviously, with the Yankees, but he's probably going to play, what, third, fourth, you would think? Tulo was going to show up one day and just start coaching first base, and then that'll be it. He'll just be like, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's our first base coach now. <laughs> and Leiper will be paid to, like, Leiper's you know, the... drink beer or whatever, and then that's it. Just Tulo first base coach. Man. It's just Tulo. Anyway, Tulo's going to be out until apparently possibly yeah, the end I'm of April. I'm surprised not even putting him on a DL stint. I, 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 even yesterday the it was probably won't be ready. Today it's won't be ready, and then now it's like might won't be, be ready for the end of April. I don't know. Won't like, be ready until the end of April. They should just you know wait till he gets completely healthy and then just bring him in instead well, of. We had an entire off season to get healthy. Start. Yeah, that's the issue. Foot I, injuries can be a pain. He, um, yeah, he had absolutely. a bone spur removed from. Blah, 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 right? Like, it's... I don't know, man. It's fucking, like... It's well, frustrating. About, it's frustrating. And, like, that's why they went out and got uh, Diaz and uh, Solarte, because and even, even there's no gift. way... Yeah, there's no way that you trust both Travis and Tulo to stay healthy, so... No, that's the thing, is when does Travis year, go down? this would be, like, horrible news, because then it's like Ryan Goins is your, your starting shortstop. Goins, Barney. If you have Diaz starting, it's like, all right, defense will take a hit, but you'll at least have a major league caliber hitter. Yeah, guy at the plate, right? How's he looked at the plate? I haven't followed him as much. How have they? How has him and Solarte been at the plate? Solarte has played well. Yeah, I'm not sure about Diaz. Um, like, like this is the thing. We we worry too much about like the pitching and Donaldson with his with his stuff and the outfield. That like we haven't really focused, I mean, because it's because. Well, it I mean, well, like with with um, with the spring, it's more about like the process and shit like that. Um, you know, like they asked uh, Donaldson if um if he wishes he got more at bats, and Donaldson like doesn't even care about that. Like it's like it's because his swing is so fine tuned that it's it's just timing for him, and if he feels like he doesn't need the reps. Like how who are we to say that he doesn't need that he like yeah oh you I we you know aren't you worried like we're we're not like his it's whatever he wants it's like telling um I'm trying to make like uh oh it's like saying to Frederick Anderson oh don't you not like you know don't you find the workload to be tiresome well, how no. about the guy who's facing the puck be the one to tell you how he feels about it like I think. I think Donaldson's one of the best hitters in baseball, but we get too caught up in how we think it should work out for like how they should be preparing themselves when we like every player, every athlete is different and unique in their own preparation. What they just everyone thinks that Donaldson's just first at bat of the season, he's going to step up and just drill a ball four hundred feet, it's a ninety a ninety five mile per hour high fastball. Like you got to get you got to get sped up. Yeah. After taking an entire offseason off, BP it's, is only going to do so much. And like you know, it's not like Devin Travis who missed how many how, how many games. Like he's Travis a guy that's been, been good. He's been he's been hitting. He's um, Travis has been doing well. I mean, it's, it's, he's never been. It's never been a question of whether he's good or not. He's a great ball player. Yeah, he just can't stay on the field for the better part of the season, which is the issue. Well, and the issues and size is part of the issue as well. I think, yeah, a smaller frame tends to get beat up more in those 
with the with no. Yeah, well. But I think I think their approach with him is going to be better. Um, hopefully, I mean you hope that. There's only you just hope that he can he can bounce back. Um, I mean Justin Smoke, he's another guy I've been <clears throat> looking at. I mean he hasn't had he's only he's you know his average is low. But do what you did last season, and then yeah, we'll start talking about. I think I think like you. you it's too you can't really look as much at what spring training. No, well this is this is, is the like. big season for Justin Smoke because he has to prove that that wasn't just a flash in the pan that one year, and I hope it's not because that would suck for the Blue Jays. Yeah, that'd be bad because you'd need Kendris Morales to play or be take, pick up his production, and I don't. Richard, do you oh. think he can do Wait, that? Sorry, who? Kendris can pick up Smoke's production if Smoke doesn't have the same year he did last year. I don't think it's fair to say, hey, you need um. You know, like a forty home run, no, a nine hundred OPS a year. But I, like, I feel like there won't be that much of a drop off. I feel like if he plays, yeah. not all season, but like most of the season, he can still hit like thirty plus homers. It's at the end of the year, he was, um, he was dealing with, um, what, what, what's the part? Um, a patella. Yeah, I'm not a doctor. Patella. Um, basically, on his knee, and the problem to end the year was. Partly he ran out of gas, but partly he was hurt. And he wasn't striking out, you know, like as often as he was in 2015 and 2016, but he was getting under the ball a lot. And that's where his problem was. It was like he used to be able to, um, he used to be able to uh, barrel the ball at a great rate. And then at the end of the season, he couldn't do it at all. So maybe that had to do with like the leg. Um, Morales, on the other hand, there's not much signs that he'll be a star. No, I don't think that's nobody's expecting that. <laughs> but I feel like last year was um, like that's not who he is. He had one of the worst seasons by somebody that hit that many home runs, right? Like, yeah, it was either a home run or a bust, right? Yeah, um, he couldn't just hit for contact. I feel like there will be a little bit of regression because he because he, he hit well in 2015 in that like mm-hmm. giant ass ballpark, but. Um, Coffin Stadium, you mean? Yeah, like don't think you should expect as much, but he'll still have some positive yep. regression. Mm-hmm. And him and Smoke, if they stay healthy, they should do their thing. Yeah. Um, an attractive option would be to platoon Morales. Yeah. You um, use him against um, lefties and then find someone else for uh, the righties. Uh, but you know they, like I don't think you'll have that bad of a season again. Um, yeah. Well, the good, thing, the good thing about Morales and Smoke, too, is they're both switch hitters, so you can use them in the middle of the lineup, and there's never a mismatch. Yeah. and I, think I don't know I don't know their splits, obviously. And I think, no, I think they're going to start using that DH spot with Tulo more as well. I think you're going to see less starts with him in, in the short, in the, in the but, infield. I mean, I don't, like, I don't think that's the case because no. um, he's found ways to get hurt regardless. Like, <laughs> he got hurt because who was it? Was it JB? No, it wasn't JB Shuck. Um... CJ Crone. Oh, with, yeah. The fucking idiot. I don't I, like. I would have punched him. I thought, like, like, what are you doing? Well, Stepping you on get the a better like chance that. with him now with yeah. Tampa. But uh, yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> um, but Tulo's defense has been pretty good. Like, it's not like his defense yeah. is the one that's that's regressing. I don't know how I'd feel about the way that Tulo hit last year as yeah. a DH. But I mean, I like I don't mind him in the field. And the major concern has been the bat. If I don't, and if the plan yeah. was to DH him, you'd find a better. F- 
like a better fielding shortstop than let's say a Diaz or Solarte. Sure. Who aren't really like you know. They're not prime. Yeah. Uh, defenders. Yeah. Um, what's your biggest concern then? I, I for me the biggest concern is either the bullpen or how how the injuries. My biggest concern is starting pitching depth because depth. you know after five it's Biagini six to I don't think Biagini should be starting. No. Seven. That was a rough outing he had. He got lit up this weekend. Who's seventh? Eighth would be Thomas Pannon. Um Ryan Barucki? No, no, no. What's his name? They signed. Um, he pitched for the Jays last year. Oh. Oh, Tepish. Tepish. So then it's like, uh, like <laughs> I want We're starting see... to get into guys that we don't know. No, like I'd want to see. Like, you well, know, how, like... Many, how many teams have that depth? Like a few pitching. do. Like, they, like they have people that can uh, step in. Like. Again, the Jays last year, their problem was not, you know, the, the regulars. It was the guys that were the replacements were either getting hurt or were crap. Well, also that. You're trying to replace Aaron Sanchez, Jay Happ, at times Marco Estrada. Well, Marco Estrada didn't miss as much. Uh, I don't think he missed as many games. No. Uh, Happ had the blister issue, Hap, though. You know. Happ had the um, elbow issue. Yeah. Didn't he have a blister as well, though? No. No. Oh yeah, he did at one point, but his was he only missed bad. like one start or something. Who else? Am I forgetting someone from that, last season? That would have. Who's the fifth starter last season? Wasn't it Adriano for a bit? Oh, they were gonna yeah. go. It with, was just a bunch of shit. They were gonna go. With Latos. Latos yeah. was there. Uh, no, Latos got like two starts. No, three starts. Yeah. Um, his best start was in St. Louis, where he pitched like six scoreless, and then yeah, he was good. Osuna blew the save. I think that was. I yeah. think I think that would be the biggest concern is can that bullpen hold up? No, I like I feel like the, they have a lot of buy low guys. They have, yeah, yeah. Right now they have a huge fight for two spots in the bullpen. So if somebody isn't like playing well, it's like they like they could afford to get them out of there and and bring someone else. And obviously, yeah. you know, like you would think about options and like that will factor in. Um, so what's your ideal bullpen? I mean, we already know Suna and O are the locks at two spots. I would put a B. Genie in there. You put B. Genie in there. Uh, I'd put Ramirez. You think about Clippard, Loop. Loop's your lefty. Loop right? is going to be Axford a, a lock. Still like a bit. Uh, he looked good on the weekend, on. but I don't know. And then it's down to Breslow or Mesa for the Loop. Breslow's right? apparently. They were saying on the broadcast he's a righty, but he's like exceptionally good at pitching lefties, yeah. or pitching. Yeah, pitching against lefties. So he could be another guy because they don't. I'm assuming Loop's the only lefty. Oh, well, Breslow's lefty. Breslow is a lefty. Yeah. Oh. So this is. I think. Well, that would make sense then if he's good against lefties. I, I still think this organization wants B. Genie to start, which is dumb. I feel like they want B. Genie to start because they don't. They have don't the have those guys because they gave away Drew Hutchison, so they have no depth. They have Barucky and Panone, but it's like t- to say you guys. Are part of the short-term plans is a bit like it's, you know, risky. Yeah, right? it's way it's way too risky. They 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 know they realize. I think the Jays realize that maybe starting pitching is where they need to start concentrating on their depth going forward. Like the, you're talking about when you're looking at the minor leagues. I think their biggest strength is their outfield. Yeah, that, I mean, like that th- that'll be a show all year long. Just you yeah, know, it's the Oscar. Alfred, Dwight Smith Jr., Pompey. It's, be all over and that's place. why they got rid of Carrera because it's like either you put did Carrera he get, Did he double. get uh, picked up by anybody? Or is no, he, no, they, they just released him. Oh, they, they released designated, him. They designated 
him for assignment and then they brought him back to camp and then they cut him on the day that they would only have to pay him a sixth of like a sixth of his salary um nailed it yeah i think he'll find a job somewhere we're not i mean it's 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 a cold world it's cold world out there yeah but he's uh, as a cheaper but as a cheaper option for teams to look at for for depth no but like 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 there are guys that like you know you see like a neil walker Hmm. who only got one major league um a contract offer right so for a guy like zeke I wasn't really surprised that no one claimed him. No one claimed him because who would want him at two million dollars, right? No. But I mean, at at the best, I see him signing somewhere, minor um, minor league like a contract, and then maybe like the option to, um, you know, terminate it after like whatever, right? But yeah. So, I think yeah, I think we can agree that starting pitching depth is a concern and how much the infield can hold up of injuries. Cause that's the, I think the only area where you look at the, if an injury comes up, yeah, look, Tulo's out already, but if Travis and let's say Donaldson were to go through something that Lovely. makes, that makes it tough. I feel like at the very least, I want guys like Donaldson, Estrada, Hap and Pierce to have great seasons because then you can ship them out at the deadline and then, you know, kind of like retool, right? Well, depending on where the team is. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Because like, look, if they're if they're having good seasons, the team is going to be in a better spot than but, last year. But like in a division like you know the AL East, it's like if they're having great seasons, but the team is still like fighting to to a tread water. I would much rather them see. I'd much rather see them, you know, pull the plug. Then keep a guy like Donaldson in, and I and think just... I think this that's what makes this management group the better choice to do that than pass because they're not emotionally invested. Like as much as we probably would want them to try to go for it this year, or even just try to be in a competitive spot. Well, I mean, they were they had, you know, um, they were one of the teams that were seriously trying to a trade for you know. To trade for um, Christian Yelich, right? So, yeah, but they they saw the long term benefit yeah. as opposed to and, just trying and, to win now. And that's exactly why, right? Like you know, like say you were to trade a Donaldson, a Donaldson at the deadline, and like you know, um, a Hap, um, Estrada, you would have to find guys to come in and pitch now, but you could still get like a decent return for like all of them, right? Yeah. So for sure, and, like, that's why like, I'm hoping that. Um, does that, that make they play well or pitch well? Is does that make you kind of okay that the Donaldson contract didn't play out before spring training, before the season started? No, I I feel like he's one of those guys where it's like you know like Donaldson's at the point where where he's an all time Blue Jay, right? Yeah. Um, but problem is the guy that sorry um the guy that's you know talking with the Jays. It's the same guy that got that Pujols contract. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do I love Donaldson? Yes. I would want to see him sign with me, like, for four, maybe five, for five, four, maybe five years. But he wants that long-term contract, which, I mean, it's his right. He's to, not getting anything more than five years yeah. on the market. But He might only get four years on the market the way that things are going right now. But next year, it's like, 
a bunch of like legitimate stars. Yeah, so he's like, gonna get he's gonna get he's gonna be lower on the pecking order. Or a team that doesn't want to go and swing big on Harper or Machado will say, okay, Donaldson, you're our yeah. you're our third best option. But I, but I, I don't I, think I, the presence of Harper will take away the money that uh, Donaldson makes. No, it just takes away the team amount of teams interested in him. Yeah, but I mean that you know guys like Donaldson don't really come around for no cost like that, right? No, they don't. Like so like that's why like, I think that someone will outbid the Jays, but I feel like, you know, now It's going to be situational as well. Yeah. I think um I can't remember who was talking about it, but it's not it's not just about the money for him. He wants to win. Yeah. So if you get a team like um I'm trying to think of a team that would offer him a lot of money. The thing is a lot of teams that offer the money are the good teams. Teams are competing. What's Minnesota looking like cap wise right now? Cap wise? Yeah. There's no cap baseball. Oh, well, okay, salary wise, you yeah. mean. Yeah. They uh who did they sign? Did they just well they were oh they signed If the they signed Donaldson, how much luxury tax would they have to pay? They, they, they don't like they aren't really They're not in that situation, all, yeah, right? They aren't really yeah. close. They're not like Yankee bad. No, no, no. 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 Like, or Dodger bad. But you also have to think of you also have to think of what their what their budget is, right? Was it the Dodgers or Yankees that had to pay 25 yeah, or 30 see, million like, in like, luxury tax this year? I don't think they'll get to close to luxury tax because they won't have that budget, right? No. I think that's that'll be the biggest thing is which teams will budget, have the right budget to put bring in a guy like Donaldson yeah. and still be able to put a competitive team around him. Yeah, which teams are competitive but still have uh, enough room to make it work where it doesn't handicap their team. Well, where they're not going into the luxury tax. Well, you talk you talk about what the Yankees could do, but they're going to be they're going after, they're not they're not going after Donaldson. They're going after Machado. And I mean, like it seems like the Twins have Sano anyways, right? So that's true. Right. right. That that is true. Uh, is, I, he, is he any good in the field? I know he can. I know he can hit the ball. I know he can hit the ball a mile. I mean, he's. Well, that's why you put him at third. Yeah. Yeah. Your shortstop has to be your best yeah, defensive that's... infielder. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm intrigued to see what Donaldson's situation plays out. But I think what people have, to, I think, watch. If the Blue Jays can get off to a half decent start to the season and avoid a disaster train wreck like last season, just don't season, start two and eleven. Then I mean, yeah, that's they have those really rough starts. In April or if you start there, right? two and something, how you got to go on a big run. At some well, point. I mean, starts. the Jays did well, right? Yeah. Like they went uh, August. I mean, sorry, um, in May, they went what, like eighteen and ten or something like that. I mean, yeah, right? I'm pretty sure May was their best. It's month. the middle of the season; they always heat up, but uh, April's always a really rough time for them most of the time. Yep. And I mean, like something that people aren't really considering is that the end of their the end of their season is pretty easy. Well, not easy, but like they don't really get like that many tough teams. They have a lot of Tampa and Baltimore. I believe they face the Marlins too. So, if they can weather that that storm in the first month, where I believe basically the Boston, what's New the, York. What's the oddest team that comes to Toronto this year? The NL team. Was it St. Louis? No. There's check. like, I remember I went and saw the weird one. I the weirdest one I've seen was the uh, when the Astros used to be in the NL. They came to Toronto for like the first time in a couple. You're right there. 
Richard, Richard, I think, needs to plug in his lap, his MacBook. That was a really weird one. The Astros coming to town. It was L.A. came to town two years ago. That was pretty cool, the Dodgers. Uh, who's the NL team you're asking? I just – the Jays, obviously, they have to play interleague, so I'm wondering if there's any, like – Well, they play – Arizona or uh, somebody that comes in training. that we don't usually see. Spring training. Don't they play – they play two games against the Mets, and they play another two in New York in the same weekend, so they do a home-and-home. Home. Uh, um, I'll look up their schedule right okay, now. I'll... Would the Phillies be weird? Because I know that uh, Philly yeah. comes to Toronto at some point. Oh, so it's the East. So then, yeah, the Phillies come. Uh, do the Braves come? That'd be pretty cool. Uh, let's see. I just I like seeing those NL teams. I, I went and saw Cincinnati last sorry, year. No, that's that's um, sorry. No, I'm looking at spring training still. Why am I looking at spring training? Cincinnati was cool, but that's also the game that the Jays scored what 17 runs or something. Uh, I forget they destroyed. Yeah, I gotta look. Close. When is it usually? What in May? Washington comes up May, June They have they have a series against the Mets. They have a series Washington in June. Uh, um, Atlanta in June. That's a good one. Mets. Oh, so they're playing. So is it a certain division they pick out when they do interleague? Yeah. Okay, the East. Yeah. All right. And the Phillies cool. come, and then oh, and then they go to the Marlins at the. So, yeah, so, that'll be weird. Um, in September, it's like uh, Marlins uh, the first two days, and then the Rays, and then they get Cleveland at home for four, and then it's. A six-game, sorry, I mean, it's a nine-game road trip, but the first uh, six are against Boston and New York, so that would be huge. Yeah. And then it's Baltimore, and then Tampa, and then Houston, and then to Tampa. So, I mean, that that's not a bad way to end your or your season, right? No, definitely not. Um, yeah. So... Uh, oh, hey, as we, are sp- as we were talking about Zeke... Don't say oh, anything. No. He is going to the Braves. His old boss has given him a job. Ezekiel Carrera is going to Atlanta. So, waha to you, Richard. <laughs> Alex Anthopoulos just proving you wrong once again. Is he like? Is that guaranteed? John Heyman is is reporting it, so that's pretty much a guarantee. John Heyman is not gonna. No, like, is it? He, he said Ezekiel Carrera. Yeah, Ezekiel Carrera goes to the Braves. Like, but come on, he's getting. That mean anything like that. Like, that could mean, like, you know, for the rest of the spring, that could mean minor league deal. That could mean, like, 10-year contract. Okay, even if he's still got a job. We, we were, you were kind of... No, yeah, no. Well, like, the thing that I said was, you know, it would be hard for him to find, like, a major league gig. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get to our final bit of conversation, and that is... And, and kind of ironic that we picked them to be last, and it's the Toronto Raptors. You can always say save the best for last, but uh, some people might think of it as disrespect. We are uh, have them be last, disrespecting the Raptors on this podcast, just like the rest of the NBA does all season. The reason why I wanted to talk Raptors because even after they end a seven, the longest end win streak of the season, Raptors still don't have it. Apparently, according to Paul Pierce. Where's Paul Pierce playing this season? He's an old man. That's what I think is. Paul Pierce oh, right. has something against Lowry and DeRozan. And that's just no matter. Like, you could have, unless until they get, like, LeBron James on that team, Paul Pierce is never going to back them in the playoffs. Which is never going to happen. So It's crazy to think that these Raptors are the same as the Raptors that Paul Pierce faced. Right? Yeah. Like, just Well, I mean, 
the same in terms of the guys who are leading in terms of DeRozan and Lowry. Well, they then, both like, equally the don't too, have right? it. Yeah. I, I think this is by far, by far the best. Like, you, it's hard to argue against, like, this is the best Raptors team uh, that I've seen. Yeah, I mean, there's the one in 2001 that barely lost to um, Philly. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Like, that team also, I, I feel like this team is playing more to the style of what the NBA, what they need to do, play in the NBA, like yeah. in this NBA. I think in years past they've they've tried to rely too much on isolation or That's the, 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 more, the bigger the bigger guys like you know Biombo and Valanciunas. Like now it's more towards you know a youthful bench. Athletic guys like Siakam, Pirtle are not small guys, but they're they're more defensively reliable and can put up some offense. Although I mean, you got to give a big credit to the Raptors' success. To this Dwayne year, Casey. not just to Dwayne I Casey, to uh, um, Asai Ujiri, I think they found Pascal and they found yeah. Well, they didn't find Yakub. He's a top ten pick. I think Fred but Van Vliet Yak- was the big one. Fred Van Vliet's a huge find, but nine oh five is a huge reason these guys are all able to compete at mm-hmm. such high levels because they got so many reps. Yeah, in the D League, they won a championship down there together. And but not only that, they also got time up in the NBA. Yeah, absolutely. But they, they got in between their NBA games when they weren't playing a lot. They were playing key minutes with the 905. You have Malachi Richardson's down there now. Mm-hmm. They don't know what he's going to be because we don't see a lot of Sacramento. So no, it's hard to really tell if that's going to be the same deal. But he's going to get key minutes with them. He was on the bench uh, at the end of the bench the other night when they played the Rockets. Saw him in the background. I mean, yeah, it's Fred Van Vliet's a stud, honestly. He he's a guy that I mean, I don't watch a whole ton of college basketball, but I definitely remember him. He was with what Wichita State. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I remember, that was that Wichita State team that made a run in the NCAA tournament a couple of years back. He was a big key of that, and I do remember his name. So I mean, he wasn't a nobody, and I'm surprised he honestly slipped through the draft because that program has. A pedigree now of being good, underratedly good. I guess I don't know if underratedly is a word. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just the team's. The biggest thing is they went away from ISO ball, and that was uh, kudos to Dwayne Casey for changing his style to benefit mm-hmm. the Raptors, and kudos to Kyle Lowry and Demar Derozan for noticing that they, the Raptors, just weren't getting it done with them running the show solely. It had to be a team effort. Yeah. Um, I think that game against Houston was like, I mean, Larry, I think was, you know, the way he was shooting the ball. I don't like that. Remind me of like times where he's had to step up in the playoffs. And that was a playoff atmosphere too. Like that, that was, was just like any regular with game. Drake was... just thrown out. Uh, as I, as I say this with you, with your sweater, it's always, you always have to have some sort of relevant sweater to this con- conversation we're having here. I'm wearing a suit and tie. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. Richard in a suit and tie. He's a very professional. Richard's, Richard's formal wear is probably a Blue Jays jersey. My formal wear is on. a nice jean jacket. <laughs> that, the Canadian Ducks. Um, yeah. I think that game against Houston should have – what it should have done was should have made markets down south more aware of this team being the best team in the east. But, no, yeah. it's it hasn't changed. the It hasn't moved the needle one bit. 
Other Pushing than, Cleveland to seven games Bar- two years ago should have done that. But Other than, you know, a certain former Raptor saying he's going to love coming to Toronto during the finals. And tra- Come on, Charles. Our good old boy Charles on TNT. Oh. I love yeah. calling Charles. Um, but I, I think I can't see, unless the Raptors totally implode mentally in the playoffs, I can't see a team in the East that can match up. And play the the Celtics are really falling off, which the Ra- is surprising because they were very good. They got a good They're defense, young. but one good offensive player. Let's be real here. Well, they've got. They also it's... lost like a guy like Kelly Olynyk, who played well for them in the playoffs last year. They also gained Al Horford, though, which is, I mean, he's a better player than Olynyk for sure. I mean, you also that gruesome injury at the start of the year just doesn't. This team is not the same without Gordon Hayward. No. I mean, they they got what a quarter and a uh, half a game of him. Before he got injured, so you really don't know what this team looks like with Gordon Hayward. Exactly. But, I mean, the hype they were getting at the beginning of the season, you wonder how far ahead the Celtics could be if he was part of the team because he's a good player. So, just just because I don't even think there's a team that will make it t- really hard on them in the East other than maybe the Cavs, who's a team that you look at in the East and say maybe this team is not is going to give them a harder run? Maybe the Bucks. That's well, yeah. There's maybe the star power of Giannis, but other than that, it's the the Sixers are good. They're not going to challenge. No, the Raptors. I, I don't even think the Sixers will get out of their first round matchup. No, possibly. Like who? Who are the Sixers? I no, haven't even looked look at the NBA standings. Yeah, God, it, it, you know, like because you only care about who the Raptors being first. And like, the Wizards what? are a good team. They always get the Raptors problems, but and they've since, they've well, I mean, they've beaten the Raptors. Yeah, twice but that would John be. Wall. But they would be but when playing. John Wall comes back, it's you know. Shit show again. Well, uh, but what I'm right. saying is, maybe yeah, but, but they've Bradley Beal has beaten the Raptors twice without John Wall. He's put the team on his back. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, maybe the Wizards are the only team. Maybe, but maybe they're what? a much better team without John Wall. So like, if John Wall comes back, it's it's just, just that whole like, like okay, no, like it's that what? whole like internal struggle again, right? Like, yeah, Indiana's like, third in the East. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but look, when did that ten, and a half, ten and a half games back of the Raptors okay. in their so third place. If East playoffs started today, it'd be Raptors Heat, which would be a tough matchup, but it wouldn't be a, a matchup you can't see the Raptors winning. No, the Heat give a especially with Dwayne Wade, like that Good team is different with Dwayne Wade. But uh, other matchups are Celtics and Bucks. Now the Heat are only a half a game back on the Bucks. Yeah, so there is so that, a very good chance that it could be either the Heat or the Bucks. Pacers and yeah. Sixers, that one could get lost in the fold a bit. That's an odd matchup. I think the Pacers take that one still. Yeah, probably. And then Cleveland, Washington, which would be a good. Which series. I think Washington, like that's a legit. They could beat them. Like they, if if uh, that's one where you say it could be, a t- it's a coin flip. Yep. So especially with the way the Cavs play defense, which is non-existent, um, <laughs> and it's only a half a game set. Like separating the Cavs and the Wizards, the, so like those teams match up pretty evenly. The Raptors are really pulled ahead, and that's I mean, watch the Cavs fall all the way to eight, and then beat the Raptors <laughs> in the first round. Sweep the Raptors. Thank, thank you very much for that one. Uh, they're only ah, they're only three. Like Miami's only three games behind. Fucking Toronto. That that's peak Toronto sports. Just <laughs> Cleveland. Cleveland. Oh like, god! Just no. laughing at Cleveland. Philadelphia is like, Philadelphia is two games behind. Oh god! Yeah, Cleveland is. They have eleven games. They're eleven games back of Toronto, but 
Miami is 14 games back of Toronto. So, like, that's a three game Cleveland's chance. two and a half games ahead of eighth place in the East. Yep. So, if they if they lose a couple games, but, they're in trouble. I mean, look, and Miami, but there's, there's all the... They, there's still they, a long way to go. Leapfrogs. So, that's, that's going to be the only thing really worth is that first-round matchup. Because I think once the Raptors... And the Raptors have to get rid of that first-round matchup, like, quickly. Because they had like, a lot of trouble with the Bucks last year. Like that that series took a lot out of them, and that that can't happen. Well, we all know that despite being first in the East, they're still getting that fucking twelve o'clock game on the Saturday, and they're gonna lose it because that's just an NBA tradition. Just exactly, it's um, like not giving them Christmas Day games. Just, yeah, just screw the Raptors over when it comes Christmas to playoffs. Can we interest you in a twelve o'clock game? <laughs> now, my, no. My next question to you: We want Magic Timberwolves instead. Yeah. Next question for you. Would you rather have the Rockets in a seven-game, potential seven-game series? Look what I did. You broke everything, Richard. You've or done, You've done the thing. Rockets. The Warriors. I don't care. I don't care. You don't care? Because <laughs> the Raptors are there. Make it to the finals first. They're there. They're they there. They played well against the Warriors. They they went down, what, 20 points, and, and then they made it a two-point game. 20 points? It was almost 30. Yeah. So, I mean, if that happens in the playoffs, do you think that, that they'll be falling, you know— it's true. By twenty in the game. I'm, I'm. It's the same thing with the Bruins. I'm not that scared of the Rockets. It. I mean that uh, game. James Harden gives me a reason I'm, to be scared. Well, that's the thing. So if like, James Harden didn't hit twelve power, threes, like all right, you, you need a star to win the playoffs, and those guys have star. Like Chris yeah, Paul. Like fucking Harden can drop like. Would I have the twenty ten? I think. Right? I think. Hard with Harden in the lineup, the Rockets have only lost two games. And both games against the Raptors. Yep. There you go. Like, yeah, the Raptors have, you know, that game against, uh, that game's a lot less close on Friday if James Harden isn't just drilling deep threes. That's that's him, right? That's him, though. It's it's not like he just had the game of his life. He's had had even better games than that. Like, he didn't go to the I'm not saying James Harden had the game of his life. Yeah. But he makes ridiculous shots. But I think, well, you and I both know Vivek. Uh, Vivek yep. Jacobs, who writes for uh, On Point Basketball and for and he does some stuff for Sportsnet, he wrote that how the Raptors' defense also exposed some of the Rockets' deficiencies. Yep. And one of them is okay. Look, they don't if they don't get to the free throw line a lot, they have to rely on other guys to step up offensively. It's the other thing Harden's really good at. If he's not shooting from the perimeter, he's drawing fouls. Yes, and he but he gets. He gets the calls, and he's a star. And he he gets the rep calls, that's and that's works. pretty obvious against the Raptors. But, I mean, so, the Raptors got a couple, I, I, I don't know if charitable calls, but they yeah. got some calls that they wouldn't usually get because they're first. I also still think Golden State is the, a worse one because of worse Absolutely. matchup because of the star power. Like, Durant can just pick it up when he wants. I'm Curry. extremely excited for Fred Van Fleet to lock down James Harden in the playoffs. Oh yeah, just I'm, like, a, I'm extremely just like he did on that uh, f- on that game tying shot uh, late in the fourth. Just right over his head, like poor, like that was just not a like that was just not a winnable situation for Bad lead. But credit, look, Kyle Lowry hit big shots. Jonas Valanciunas hit those two huge free throws, right? Well, I've never like you think. You've never been so nervous seeing a guy go up to the free throw line and then like realize he's a 10-foot guy with, like, giant and, 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 and the big thing, too, is the – and uh, They're not soft hands. The big though. thing was that <laughs> if he didn't one. hit those free – like, if he didn't hit one of those, like, if he didn't hit the second one, he yeah. wouldn't have been able to sub off. 
and he would have been out for that last drive. And he's not the best defensive guy, especially he wouldn't have been out on the perimeter regardless in transition, right? So yeah. well, um, all you have to do is make sure they don't get the rebound. <laughs> yeah, or don't that's foul all. Him. His job is just a dead sprint back to the or hoop. don't foul him. Yeah, so um, yeah, I I'm very very optimistic because this team is. Playing the right way, I can't wait for this. And they're not, and they're not, and they're not comfortable with just winning. They want to win the right way, yeah. right? They're not just like a win is a win for us. You know, Some teams, it's just like yeah, but we still. I mean, won they're the game. like they, they're at the point in their organization where it's like you have to be winning these games that you should be winning, right? It's like there's no more room for like moral victories. Right, yeah. like you see the game against yeah. a Golden State, it was like they should win this game, and then they lost, and it was like nobody was saying it's a moral victory, right? No, it's just a loss to a team. You yeah. know what I'm really excited for? What's that? The Cinderella eighth seed Cleveland Cavaliers to win the title. Now that now that we've pointed <laughs> out that as a possibility, that's what all, we're all going to be thinking about. That those in old a, plucky come from behind Cleveland Cavaliers with that up and coming LeBron James winning it all. Oh boy, David yeah. versus Goliath. I'm yeah, it's it's going to be intriguing. I'm I'm definitely. If, I mean, if I'm not working, if the, if the Raptors get another shot at them in the playoffs, that'll be a fun series. That'll be a fun series. Uh, definitely worth going to Jurassic Park or. I still now, haven't been this, to this a game my, in Maple this is, Square. This is my question. Richard, have you been to the square for an outdoor, I mean, not an outdoor, but for a playoff party. game? Been to many squares. Been to many we need, squares. We need to go to the square you for are playoffs. Square. I'm just wondering, is your preference to go there or go to a bar? Because I've been, it, it's I've a, done both. Like for a Raptors first round game, I'm not going to the square because Raptors should be winning the first round, right? Yeah. But if they're in the conference finals, I'm going to the square, right? Yeah, absolutely. The Leafs, I'm going to the square every game <laughs> because Leafs fans don't know how to act, as we know. <laughs> we like, treat the first round series like a playoff. I was with a friend and we lined up at three o'clock to go to the square to watch the fucking game on a screen to eat overpriced fucking hot dogs out, right? So That's my, my f- only thing. It's great. It's a great atmosphere, but to line up, yeah, right, and like stand, like the stand. Just oh, let me bring my man. own like fucking lukewarm hot dogs and just eat it. <laughs> Keep five hours pockets. later. <laughs> well, and also just stand like the stand. Oh yeah, of course. Because you get there at three. You get yeah. they open it up at like what five? Yeah, and you're out there until about like what ten o'clock? Yeah, but <laughs> then I mean, at some point, it's like just the stress. Like you want to vomit, right? Yeah, but then the put I, I probably won't be there every game, but I will but definitely people go are one. wild. I'm, like, I'm going to a game. So when for sure. I Nylander tied the game in game three, my friend grabbed his sunglasses, spiked them, shit went flying everywhere, and then stomped on them. People were pouring beer on each other, and I was like, "This is game they, three. They tied were it." Were they like those Ravens? Oh, this wasn't forget. even when they won forget. it. I I was there for the I think it was game the first home game, game four when Bozak won an overtime. No, yeah, that that, that was game three. Was that like, game three? Yeah. Oh shoot, that was game. Three. Yeah, that was the like that wasn't the even when they comeback. won. That was just okay. like tying it. Um, that that square was nuts. We heard Goldie score chants just driving out of the city for blocks. Right? That's Could you crazy. imagine if they went around? Could you imagine if they went two rounds? Can you imagine if they went to the Stan Cup Finals? Like, if there. they went to the Stan Cup Finals, if they went to the Stan Cup Finals, I know people like people like would 
like act like there's a parade just for going like, to the they might have to get like down to like another party going somewhere else Oh, no, fuck it. No, just put everyone in there. How are you going to get everyone in there? They we, can barely get them in for the first round. We, we are about, the uh, most advanced creatures on this earth. We should we should figure out a way to... Okay, now... People stacked on top of which, each other. We're hey, I, one thing I will say, though, I mean, we call these fans... Raptors fans get pretty... Yeah, but, like, up. for the first, like, two rounds, it, like, yeah, that's pretty they normal. have higher expectations, right? Mm. Yeah. Um... At least fans have no idea. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> no. Well, just go insane. And that all the just time. speaks to like people say Raptors choke in the playoffs, but like they've been such a good team that so it's like you expect there. them to win this round, right? Like yeah. nobody's stressing during game one of a Raptors. Uh, like, people, it's like there'll be people. We're expecting wins now, right? When the Leafs were taking on the Capitals, it's like holy shit! Like you know, like like every single like yeah. second was stressful. Well, yeah, yeah, and I mean like. I remember this one guy uh, on the internet, of, like of course, uh, said, "Downtown isn't a Maple Leafs place." You know, there are too many minorities. I was like, "Bitch, I'm a minority. What do you like?" People line up for block. Like, we went to Game One of the Conference Finals for. I mean, I'm in the square, right? And yeah. th- there wasn't much of a lineup. It was just like you wait in line for five minutes and then you get in. For the Leafs, it was like we're. Like, we're outside at 3 o'clock, and there's already a huge lineup, right? And there's only one place you get in. Yeah, so could you imagine what would happen if that, like, team won a round? Exactly. I remember it was the Raptors. It was, well, how many years? It was a couple of years ago. I went. I wanted to do a photo assignment at the square. I went, and I was surprised about the lineup because I think it was, like, the first game of the of the series. Yeah. Like, it's going to get crazy there. Regardless, but yeah, I, I think I agree that the that the it does wear off at some point. The the in the first yeah, and, round, and that's not a slight in the conference final to the Raptors fans. Like I mean, they, like they're just expecting success, right? Like that place goes wild when you know, right? But it's just a different breed with the Leafs. It's like you know, like they've been waiting to party because they've had nothing to be excited about. Right, like I remember, like watching the draft lottery. I'm not the draft lottery, the 2015 draft when they drafted Martin. It was like, we got someone good, guys. It's like, yeah. like this is how they had a they party are. in the square. Yeah, I was there. I was at I was at Real Sports that. Yeah, so we we have to do that again this year. The draft at Real Sports. It was a lot of fun. Fuck that. It was a lot of fun. Hashtag cups only. Yeah, really. No, but then like you know like winning the right to draft Austin Matthews. Felt like a parade because it was like they finally had something like go right for them, right? Yeah. Nice. Danny Amendola is going to <laughs> the Miami Dolphins. This segue. Oh gosh, right, I Breaking think this news. is a good time to end this. Breaking news. Um, I'm not even going to get into that. Um, want to thank you guys for sticking around for this long of the podcast, but we covered quite a bit and. It was a marathon. It's not a, definitely not a sprint. So if you were if you got through it all, thank you very much. Um, just remember, you can follow all of our stuff on tipofthetower.com. Go on our Facebook and Twitter page. Just put in Tip of the Tower. Uh, you can follow if you want to follow Richard's stuff. On, Don't fucking follow me. Uh, you got Arlie all my Sam tweets are bad. on Twitter. Austin, how is the Twitter following going? Much better. Yeah, it's going up, guys. It's working. It's Follow working. me on MySpace, guys. It's a at slow Lil grind. Rich 7. 
Thanks. It's a nice slow place. grind, but we're getting there. Um, we're almost at 385, so we're I mean, working there. We're I told working. you I'm getting getting. He's close, catching Richard. up, Richard. Um, but just uh, I can feel the footsteps. Look at other episodes on Block Talk Radio. We're gonna be picking it up again next week. We'll hopefully have some more Blue Jay stuff. We're trying to get Tyler back on the podcast. I was talking to him the other day. What? He is back from Port. He well, he went to Portugal. Yes, with his, I know. With his wife, he had to go been, see Cristiano. He's been working, but uh, he wants to. He he said this was his message to me. I want to talk baseball with some sports guys. And I'm like, oh, poor Tyler. Poor, what what poor happened Tyler. in Portugal? It was like more tower oh, talk. He's like walking. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you guys again for listening. Uh, enjoy a fun-filled uh, Leafs week. It's three games on tap. Um, we'll depend on when we come back. It could be four. Uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.